So um, I've been thinking about the name of the game. <laughs> I love this game. I have uh, some gnome names to throw mm-hmm. at you. What do you think about Ignatius? <laughs> I think that is a fantastic gnome name. In fact, nobody else but gnome should have that name. Ignatius. Nobody could, nobody could hold that name yeah. other than a gnome. Iggy, for sure. Iggy, it's still so gnomey. Ignatius. Okay. Felix. <laughs> Yes, yes. Either a gnome, maybe a fairy, but it's it's more gnomey for sure. Horace. <laughs> we thought these names were retired, but nope, nope. <laughs> They're for gnomes. Murdoch. It's <laughs> like 19th century names <laughs> that only gnomes could have. Okay, let's get into today's show. Let's do it. But it was fun to throw Oh, those were good. Those were so good. I just need a second. They're all so good. Hi, I'm Kieran Trace. And I'm Megan Rogel. Welcome to Humans Decoded, a story of hobbits, fairies, elves, dwarfs, gnomes, and humans. If you get lost at any point, there is a deep dive on all the different avatars in episode one. It includes notes. Thank you for joining us in a fun little chat about the vast potential of our human makeup. Let's start the show. I'm excited for today's show because it is a question and answer show. We love it so much. It's our dream. It's our dream. It's our. It's been the desire from the it's beginning. It's all we want. Is just we want to answer your questions. I've had this like dream. The de- great desire is imagine if we had. 10,000 listeners per episode mm-hmm. and 10,000 questions. <laughs> this is this is what we've been going for. Yep. So I'm pretty excited today. And I, I need to p- give a prelude here just yeah. to say that if you have a question, my desire. <laughs> Our desire. We, yeah. we would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, it's delicious. Our delicious. Yeah. Your question. Yeah. For instance, you might be confused about what avatar you actually are. You might think, mm-hmm. oh, I suspect I'm this avatar, yep. but I don't have this, this, or this. Yep. I think you should um, tell me about it. <laughs> yes. yes. And we will answer it here on the podcast. We will. If you have a question about relationships, right? How uh, you keep having an issue with this person, you suspect they might be a dwarf or an elf, what's a way through it, right? We're, we're too spectacular coaches in addition to being avatar experts. So we would love to answer those nitty gritty relationship questions. You might have a child, mm. an uncle, yes. a grandfather, yeah. and you run into the same pattern again and again and again, same argument, same corner backed into. Yep. I want to hear um, briefly the corner, the, hab- <laughs> the habitual lines. Yeah, I want to hear what you think you are and what you aren't. And we yeah. will we will discuss it right here on this podcast. Yes, and the, the phone lines are open. The phone lines. Well, we can't really <laughs> do it that way. I don't. We don't have that text. It's we don't have that budget yet. Metaphorically, there's no sponsors for the show <laughs> yet. But you can email us if you have email. Yes, do email us. You send that email to outreach at kierantrace dot com. If you're on social media, mm-hmm. there is a f- big discussion going on in the Facebook group. Yep. Humans Decoded on Facebook. Look us up. Yep. So if you're online, you can do that. 
um, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do that's it. That's how to find Those us. Those are the two ways. Yep. Okay. So this is the Q&A show. Yes. And we have some questions. We have come a question. In. We have an elf question. Ooh, that's my for, terrain. For Lay it on me. Yeah, exactly. Lay it on me. So <clears throat> this is a person who thinks they're an elf. And they have this idea of elves being open-minded and having clear vision. So she says she has a hard time thinking of herself as a visionary, but she definitely values and works toward ideals. That was her word. So does value of ideals sound consistent with elfishness? Cool. Um, the short answer is, yeah, absolutely. But I think what she's really asking here is like, there's a picture drawn of an elf that's really strategic and really visionary mm. and really organized. And she's not feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah. And there is, um, there is a way that I will sometimes talk about elves is like where we actually can appear really chaotic and dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're in an idea. Yeah. And then we're a little dumb around the execution or the practicality. Mm-hmm. So we can come across as a little silly yeah. or a little out of it. A little out of it. Right. Um, and I actually haven't talked to someone today who was clearly an elf, but they were like, I thought I might be a fairy because it's, because mm-hmm. it kind of a little chaotic and a little out there. And I, right. and what, the difference is, of course, and this is something we talk about a lot, it's really a journey for you in discovering authentically what your true nature is, your mm-hmm. true material form is. And it's an inside out job. And we're just kind of placing a map in front of you. Mm-hmm. But an elf can often like lose their keys all the time, lose their wallet all the time. Um, you know, like, they're, they sort of like <laughs> leave the, the car door open mm-hmm. when they go shopping, mm-hmm. like things that just seem so dumb and mm-hmm. so silly, mm-hmm. um, because they're in an idea right. or even the, you know, like can't think through the practical execution of something. And so they come across as stupid. It's like, yep. Yep. it, so it feels like they're missing steps or they've got <clears throat> gaps in their thinking. Um, and so, if that's happening a lot, it cannot, you can miss the fact that it's actually really visionary and strategic mm-hmm. and idea based. So in that case, it's like, you know, this isn't like, you don't, you don't need to try to reach a visionary right kind of movement, but you can let yourself off the hook yeah. of, and just following your ideas. That's, yeah. And just okay. following these, what she's writing about is these ideals. ideals. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, if you value ideals, mm-hmm. um, then you can like let yourself explore how those ideals would feel and look in the world. And, yeah. you know, what, what is, you know, like you're welcome to kind of linger in, what would it feel like or seem like? And if that gets depleting, then the question is, is the ideal delicious? Right. Or rather the thinking about. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's okay if 
the thinking about is delicious. Yeah. You know, and elves will be down on themselves thinking that's not, there's no value in just having an idea or an ideal or just a vision, you know, like that that's without the execution. I have a, a client uh, who has that, that notion, right? If I'm not executing something from this idea, does it have any value? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I would say, um, yeah, if you think you're an elf, but you don't imagine yourself as visionary, it's fine. Um, but working towards ideals is, is another way to say that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Own it. Cool. I love you elves. <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> um, cool. We have a question about somebody who works with a five person team. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah, that one. Right, we're right. Okay, good, good, good. I love this question too. There's a five person team. They run a school. Three of them are elves, mm -hmm. including the head of the of the team. One is a dwarf. One's a gnome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Things they notice. The the gnome feels disgruntled and left out. <laughs> The elf hates managing the gnome. Mm, mm. <laughs> the elf and the dwarf love collaborating because they each love doing the thing the other one hates. Mm. Um, <laughs> but the three elves <laughs> really, really respect each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's listening. She's looking at all of this, um, her work environment and these relationships through this lens, mm -hmm. which she's finding super helpful. And there's a little love letter here to us. Um, I know it's general, she says, but if you have thoughts about patterns um, or working with this combo, mm. you know, what are the strategies there? Right. It's great. It's great to get these questions about combinations and then where, like in the workplace, at home, these kinds of things. It's great. <laughs> I um, start with the gnome feels disgruntled and left out. <laughs> um, it sounds pretty gnomey. My first instinct there is to say, is to actually, if, if you have, if you're working with these folks to validate, it's okay for the gnome to be quote unquote left out. Like gnomes actually work quite well on their own. They just sometimes need that reflected back to them or like permission to like be on their own, to go explore their thing on their own. Um, and they can kind of collaborate later. I, there's, I can think of, I can think of, 15 different gnomes in my head right now that where they're, they're exploring something, whether it's research or statistics or it's a, or they're, they're working out a bass guitar riff or they're working out a painting and they need to go deep into their hole for a while. Right. So just the disgruntledness isn't a problem. It's not a problem. If you as a team leader can just kind of be like, actually that's always going to come forth. Yeah. But they're, really actually going to enjoy being on their own yeah. and sending the cliff notes. And maybe even like reflect back to them. It, it, it seems to me it works well when you are quote unquote left out. I wouldn't use that language, but that you get to work on your own and you're so beautifully do that. Yeah. You know, so what is the language that she wants to use there? I would, I'm, if, if this is the case, I would say like, I notice that you work really well um, executing your own, tasks and then coming back to us having completed it. Um, yeah. I, I don't say, see. Yeah. I might say something like 
when you go off on your own or you're doing something on your own, we are all benefited. Yes. And we actually really are benefited by your deep dives. Like, so we really appreciate them. Yeah. 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 You're a major collaborator with us. Yes, exactly. By doing this on your own. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That that's the collaboration. Cool. Yeah. Um, cause it's a little bit of an elf land there. Totally. And that's rough for a gnome cause it's, it's rough. Fast. It's uplifted. Yes. It's strategic. Yes. It's, uh, probably hack city. Lots and lots of hacks. Right. So a gnome's going to feel like, wait, this is not thorough. This no. is, you guys aren't doing the full 360 here yeah. and then feel like there's no room for my voice. Yes, exactly. And part of one of her questions is like, the elf hates managing the gnome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my thought is don't manage the gnome. <laughs> Is yes, that, simplify yeah, that Yeah, simplify that. Yeah. Like you could get her the reports. She could work, you know, I, I, gnomes tend to love like doing a full report on what they've been working on, but they don't have to like be in the meeting where they're moving at elf speed. So they can send the email of the Excel spreadsheet and that's going to work better for them. And then you're not managing. You don't have to like be in the same room <laughs> working through those details. Yeah. And a gnome understanding those when the elves understand the gnome strengths, which the leadership role can, can really be underlined. They're yeah. amazing researchers. They're going to come with the 360. Um, they're going to deep dive on this. They're, they're really going to pay attention to the small detail. Yeah. Then it can really just be a well-articulated email is yeah. the management style. Very yeah. hands-off. Very hands-off. Exactly. You're not you're not in there with them and you're just really dousing them with appreciation because you do. You would appreciate it. But the and elf is not going to – And is going to need a it, lot more appreciation yes. than an elf would naturally absolutely. give. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The gnome just needs to be feel seen that their work is valuable. I mean, we all do, but exactly. The elf, the elf's too arrogant and is, is, has seen three steps ahead, whereas the gnome is like thoroughly executing the thing and just, just needs to see that. So yeah, for elf, an elf to turn around and say, thank you so much for this when it's way more than they would have wanted to begin with yeah. and they were three steps down the road. So that is that it's just a management style. The elf has to pick yeah. up to be yeah. like, no, I really respect the detail. Yeah. Really love what you bring to the team. Yeah. But it's not going to work to handhold or to, to really be in that like they can't work at the in same person. Pace. They're not, they're just, they work at really, really different paces. So. Yeah. When the gnome hands that big, thing full of all the detail mm-hmm. or their insight or something. It needs to be written down. It needs yep. to be formatted. So the elf can review it in a hacky way. Yep. The elf yep. is going to skim the detail and then find the pieces that are really relevant yep. and include them. Yeah. And so, it's not to discount the the work. It's just that that's how they're going to read that. Um, but still be so appreciative of that gnome depth. Cool. Yeah. And so it's really... You're right. It's like there's a training involved. Yeah, totally. And extra appreciation given to the gnome. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I want to just make one comment. The el- it says, the elf and the dwarf love collaborating because they each love doing the thing the other hates. Totally. You know, we often will say like elves and dwarves are pretty different. But I was thinking about like the Venn diagram thing with elves and dwarves. And one that came to mind is like, 
it's like, it's, it's all business. <laughs> like they can get behind, like we're just focused on the business and they'll do the gig together and yep, we're going to make money. We're going to execute this business idea. Great. And they do their thing and then they separate. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a flash of, I've mentioned these guys before, Chris D'Elia, a dwarf and Brian Callen, an elf, these comedians that both do stand up and they do gigs together. And Chris will often organize uh, the gigs. They don't hang out at any other times other than when they're basically doing, they're making money together. They're on stage and they laugh and love each other's stuff, but their styles are completely different. But Brian will be there for every gig because it's an opportunity and they, they can get behind that. So, And that's, I think, great as a leader to know, too, yep. that the best collaboration between an elf and dwarf is the focus on the work. Yep. So I love that this is being asked of the leaders, like, how can I get the most out of this team? Yeah. It's beautiful. So the gnome works alone. Yep. And the elves super complement that. Yep. And particularly love the detail because it's well formatted and they can hack it. Yep. And the, get it in writing. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Yep. And the dwarf and the, or the elves, dwarfs and the elves, Make it about business. Don't yep. pressurize any other level of relationship. Yep. Do the gig together and Do then the part gig. ways. And part ways. Yeah. That's great. And then the elves, um, uh, cause they can go off. <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. When we're generally saying keep the dwarfs just on the, uh, keep the dwarf and the elf in the task yeah. and the gnome, um, out of the room, yep. in a different room. Yep. So there's a much thing, but there can be a tendency for those elves to really just go off and, and it can feel very exclusive. It can. And, yep. and really isolating. And so the cool kids. Yeah. Kind of very thing. much yeah, the yeah. cool kids. Absolutely yeah. the cool kids. Uh, and so. That, that's the place to like go for drinks, have yeah. an extra yeah, lunch, totally. go for a late lunch, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and or um, let the el like the elves can own it, yeah, and yeah. just can be like uh, throwing extra appreciation at the gnome and yep, you know, yep. It's not an ex it's not excluding the gnome. It's just that they're that's they're they're syncopated. They're they they can hang those those elves can go. They can be. <laughs> Three different places in one night, you know? Yeah. And they, they're out the door before the gnome has even picked their coat up. Yeah. So. so they don't always have to be in the room together. No, not at all. Cool. All right. Well, speaking of elf pace, <laughs> we have uh, another question here about fairy and elf relationships in the workplace. So this woman th thinks that she's a fairy. She just said she had an interesting experience with her manager, who she suspects is an elf, who finds her ideas irrelevant. Mm. Given that the elves are such a prominent force in the American corporate environment, <laughs> I'm having a hard time navigating this. My sense is that elves and fairies are made from the same quote unquote stuff and end up repelling each other. Oh, no. Um, I get why she would say she, she's feeling repelled. Yeah, she's yeah. feeling that she's being repelled. Um, what'd you say? Ideas are irrelevant. Yeah. This is a really common thing that would come up because elves are arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. And fairies are actually fairies really bring a lot to the table so, with the elves because they're so out of the box. They're so interesting. So I would say if you are a fairy mm. and you have an elf boss, 
when you are bringing your ideas, you need to put, you need to work on extra contextualizing. Like you've mm. got to bring the context. Right. Because can, fairies can just be like, pop, 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 like popcorn. Yes. And then the elf has to leave their stream or flow of idea to try to grab each of those popcorn pieces. Yes. And then figure out where they go. Now, some elves will do that. Mm. But most won't. Right. But if you, so so what I would say is, if you're if you have a lot of ideas, mm. you need to write the ideas down, mm. and then this is a really great experience for a fairy, is to put the context mm. around each of them. Yeah. So stand in the shoes of the boss. Look right. out her eyes, and how is she going to hear it? That's how you mm-hmm. put it in context, mm. right? How. Like, like if this is my idea, how does it, you know, like, where did mm-hmm. it come from? What department mm-hmm. does it go in? Mm-hmm. How do you see it unfolding? Right. So just put more contextualization around it yeah. yeah, so that when it gets received. She can see the, the, the boss can see the vision. She can see where it belongs, yeah. where yeah. it goes inside the yeah. flow. Yeah. Otherwise. It's just an idea. Otherwise it's yeah. just an idea. Yeah. And then it's interrupting. Yeah. Um, and as a fairy, like, don't cut yourself short. You, you will know that. Like, often you do. Sometimes it is just a fleeting idea, but you'll miss the context that got you there because it moves so fast and it's so exciting. And, you know, it's like, no, there, there's actually a whole bunch of stuff that happened before that idea occurred. And you, you might be able to really flush that out. And yeah, I could see how that would be really a great thing for a fairy to see. Yeah. Inside of themselves. Yep. Yeah. And what we're sometimes, also, I think in all of these questions, you know, we can be in real alignment, which is to say, really in that authentic seat, mm. the deeper seat of ourselves yeah. expressing. And that we might refer to as a very imbalanced fairy yeah. or elf or dwarf. And then we can have someone sort of like kind of with a, a lot of beliefs that there's a real problem. The problem is me. Yeah. You know, I'm not good enough. I don't belong. Mm-hmm. I can't be loved. And so we're not in a deep seat there. We're, we're actually kind of bouncing off a little bit. So we might still be so obviously fairy or elf or something, but it's, um, it's the imbalance. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about this in our last episode where I talked about Zuckerberg being a very out of balance. Yeah. Elf, yeah. you know, psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Trump, you know, yeah. and, um, those of you, some of you may vote for Trump and this yeah, is actually right, not a political right. no. opinion at all. This is a, this is a correct medical diagnosis <laughs> for the psychosis that he has. And honest to God, I swear to God, this is not a political position. Mm-hmm. Megan has a PhD. <laughs> She's worked in clinics and psychologies in hospitals, taught in academia. He has a textbook psychosis, mm-hmm. um, regardless of politics. Yeah. Um, but it's to say it's an out of balance elf yeah. and, if you vote for him, fine, lovely, you know, like this, this is, is not part, yeah, part no. like being out of balance might be wonderful for politics. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not suggesting yes. I mean, this is not a political <laughs> advocacy, but this is saying that there are these 
um, psychopathic tendencies that yep. can come up in any of the avatars yep. that result in the out of balance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, some jobs might be really perfect for being out of balance. It mm-hmm. might be per- perfectly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be, you couldn't be in balance and potentially in, in, in politics in, or some or different jobs Maybe. too. There's, yeah. there could be lots of jobs that sure. an out of balance position is perfect for you. <laughs> um, uncomfortable to be that person, sure. right? It's uncomfortable in that seat. Yeah. Um, but what, but, but sometimes I have, I have worked with, not to say this, this, this question comes from, but I've worked with out of balance fairies who have such a, they've been so deeply misunderstood for so long. Yeah. That, um, their ideas, um, really are, are coming from left field. Mm. Pop, 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 pop. Mm. And, um, and may not even be on topic or on whatever. And then the effort to go and find them or to go ask questions mm-hmm. bounces the fairy off her idea. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah. And then she runs from it. Right. And now there's this like irritation on top of, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to like staying in, trust, mm-hmm. have faith mm-hmm. in your ideas, mm-hmm. you know, like and stay in and, and let someone help you put answer those questions yes. or put it in context mm-hmm. um and and don't jump off of it so quick right um is another thing cuz then you know we saw this at retreat this year we have this beautiful fairy mm. who would get up and say <laughs> something but then out of context you're like what is she talking about <laughs> yeah what is going on yes. but then if you ask questions yes yes and it comes yes it's it's quite beautiful and you, you're seeing something so important. so important yeah so it's and like essential for the group and yeah moved us forward and yeah. we had so much fun with her ideas <laughs> and the idea can come yeah. across originally without the context very silly yes. almost and, and very ideas can yeah this particular one at retreat was like this like an impulse about how to use the yoga props <laughs> but it came out as like an enormous you know, pillow blanket. And it's like, well, where does that fit in while we're wandering into silence? Do you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? Do you know, like, but she stayed in, she held it, you know? And then it's like, well, what are you talking about? Well, how would that be executed? What that means? And honestly, the entire... Oh, the whole, I mean, there were uh, 10 people helped her out with this, primarily elves who helped to like <laughs> yes. put the idea together. And then the hobbits put it together, actually literally Executed put it together. Executed it, yeah. Yes. And, then, and enjoyed it, P.S. The then, hobbits were the ones. <laughs> and then it was the funnest, most, it was a super wonderful yes. aspect that added to our summer retreat. Yep. So there is a way that elves will, will help flesh out, um, the deeds, like the, the vision yes. to help flesh out the thing. They are not repellent no. to each other, no. but the fairy is going to have to stand their ground, They'll stand their ground, stay in and, and yeah. bring context to it from the get go. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It takes a lot of communication skills. Also. Yeah, it does. And poor and fairy has been misunderstood for totally. so long. Totally. There's, I don't know a fairy, well, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a not good enough system, <laughs> but fairies. But fairies often, coming yeah. so innovative, so, so out of the box, so yeah. sparkly, so unique. Yeah. unique. Yeah. Um, and actually often grabbing a lot of attention, which mm. pulls away from what the flow might have been. Right. And if there hasn't been an experience between the elf and the fairy of, of how they can fit together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
then it, it it's not it's not great. So right. nail down those ideas a bit more, initiate where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, even in our example, mm-hmm. had our fairy said, I have a really great idea mm. for how to use these props in break time that would allow everybody to come together in a really playful way. Mm-hmm. Right. Suddenly yes. that context. Oh, I get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. just, you yeah. know, like, and yeah. had that been saved for just at the begin, the end of a session before a break began. Yes. You know, then it could have been much better heard mm-hmm. and the elves could have jumped around that easier. Um, yep. You know, not that in, in the context of our retreat there was any problem with that, no, no. but just giving an example of how to contextualize something mm-hmm. and find that right timing mm-hmm. so the elves can hear it. Cool. Good. Um, where are we on the time frame for today's episode? We are about a half hour in. About a half an hour in. Yeah. I don't know. Should we take one more? <laughs> Maybe one more. We could make it a quick one. All right. Let's make it a quick one. I'll ask you a question. All right. Um, how, can we have some examples of how a hobbit might approach time, intimacy, and money differently than say a fairy? Hmm. Let's, let's pick one. So, yeah. Okay. So hobbit versus fairy for time, intimacy, and money. (laughs) Gosh. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that like, I guess with money, there's a lot, there's a lot of belief systems <laughs> that, so that's tricky. That's a tricky one. <laughs> it's almost like with food. I almost want to say park put, money, park for, a money for another separate yeah, episode. Yeah. Cause like it's so entertaining and so entangled with, with, but we can kind of do it in real time for a second because even as I'm asking the question, I'm already structuring it. Yeah. And yeah. I want to feed the hobbit the structure. Yeah. Like, so I've heard it, seen the structure, want to give it to her in the time that my hobbit buddy is still just listening, just listening. to the questioning. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. just, and I'm like nice... literally feeling it through. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling different answers. So she's feeling time. And like, so there's like their answer to time. Yeah. Right? So there's an answer to time. Right? right. So I went, I heard it because I heard the ideas. Yes. I didn't have to take the feel through. Yeah. And then I could, I almost wanted to start going, let's just take it one at a time. Let's yeah. just start with like, I yeah. wanted to start putting structure in yeah. 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 right away yeah. as a, as a supportive yes. tool. Yes. And I'm literally like just inside myself right now, I'm literally taking the word time and I'm like tasting it. I'm like, time. <laughs> okay. Time. Um, and then intimacy. Interesting. Okay. What's intimate to a hobbit versus intimate. So let's just, let's, let's just, let's do so intimacy let's for do a second. Intimacy because is right there, too. right there. Right. Cause it's like, so intimacy for a hobbit is, is literally often touch, right? My, my beautiful nephew saying, I have to touch to love. So I literally have to touch the word intimacy and, and like feel that. And then if I'm like, and feel it through your body, yes, feel it through my body. And, you know, and in the in love the languages idea, for instance, I'll always choose touch or gifts. It's actually form, right? So intimacy to me is, is touch, is taste. And it actually is also time. It's time spent, which PS, my, gnome cousin would agree with it's it's like quality time is really valuable so and it's actually like stretched out like we could just be together and i could maybe have a little cuddle and maybe i make you a little soup and maybe you make me a tea and that's what intimacy is um 
and I, and also the feeling in my bones of like I've got lots of time. Like, where's the rush? <laughs> yeah, but for for the elf, which totally different, very similar, the intimacy is seeing into me. Yes. Right? So don't take my time. Yes. I get is it. always the thing where it's like, yes. how can this happen the most efficient, the most effective yes. way through? Because if it's not, you're taking my time from me. Yes. Yes. Because and that's my not intimacy. Yes, 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 yes. My highest, my all, I'm yes. always moving with speed and efficiency. Yes. And so, so, so I cannot drive slow. Yes. I cannot sit on the phone line to pay my bill while you're going through every option. Yes. I cannot, you're stealing my time, yes. which is literally against intimacy. Yes. Like yes. you're making an enemy out of me real quick here. Yes. <laughs> real yes, quick. Yes, yes, yes. And then the intimacy is like, see me, hear me. Yes. 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 Like, like follow my idea. Follow, be with me on my, yeah, yes. In, stand in my me. shoes. In my Look shoes. out my eyes. It yes. doesn't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It doesn't touch me. It doesn't, it doesn't spend isn't. time. Yeah. I mean, if you make a tea for me and it's the tea I love yeah. and I can see that you spent your time to to see me this way, yes, yes. then that's intimacy. Yes, yes. But it's really about seeing. Yes. Can you yes. hear me? Can you see me? Yes, yes, That's yes. love. That's yes. intimacy. That's yes. connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then to answer the question, fairies very much. I mean, my ex-husband, that would have been his intimacy. He just, he so wanted me to see his idea. And, and it was like, I had this idea today and I had this idea today and this idea today, this idea. And meanwhile, I'm like just home from work and I really want to like lay down in bed and maybe have a cuddle and not talk. <laughs> right. And so our, our ideas of intimacy are really different there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It, it, something we've been talking about, and we'll continue to talk about too, is how the hobbits and the four leggeds. I mean, all the avatars do really yeah. well, of course, with animals. Um, and animals are just, you know, having a four legged yeah. around the house is everything. It's yeah. wonderful, um, if that's your way. And but for hobbits, they are, the animal is also moving slow, yes, adjusting to the space, and there with a cuddle. Yep, yep, yep. Especially a dog, but but you know, cats too. Um, but exactly, and then really form based, like like it's about the form. I just love my animals' form so much. I don't know how, but I follow so many hobbits on Instagram, and they're they're like cuddling with their donkeys. They're you know they've got their dog in their backpack. They you know, the, to an elf, it would just be so gross to, like, kiss oh. their dog on the mouth. Sorry for this, folks. My alarm's going off <laughs> because I have to run. <laughs> she gotta, we got to wrap gotta it go. up. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Let, let's get to the bottom of this. Like, we're there. I got to go. <laughs> Hobbits and four-leggeds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You keep talking. Why don't you take the show? Talk about the pets, the animals. I got, I got places to be. Things yeah, to, I got exactly. business. I'm going to go kiss the dog on the mouth and we'll be on our way. <laughs> All right. Send us your questions. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening. We obviously love hearing what you think. Your feedback helps us make a better show for you to listen to. So feel free to comment and you can do it at Facebook, which is the Humans Decoded Podcast with Kieran Joyce and Megan Rokel. And um, if you're not on social, you can always email any questions to us at outreach at kierantrace.com. And um, thanks for listening. We love you. 
Thanks, everybody. Love you. 